Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> All right, kind of got to punch up... Uh... Two uh, thirty-four in the PM here on Sports Talk seven ninety. Welcome back to the Matt Thomas Show. Ross Villarreal with you. Matt Thomas ducking out a little bit early. No, believe it or not, today. But right now, pleased to be joined for our weekly visit with Brian McTaggart, covering the Astros like nobody's business for MLB.com for quite some time. Brian, thanks as always for the time. Uh, fun one last night. At Minute Maid, uh, feels like there's a little bit more juice to this Texas versus Astros rivalry, we'll call it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, I think it's good for the rivalry. I mean, the, the Rangers dominated for a few years, you know, when the Astros were down, and then the Astros have sort of turned the tables here, and even this year have had the Rangers numbers. So, um, you know, I think things boiling over a little bit last night was a lot of fun, and I'll tell you what, that that series in Arlington coming up starting on Labor Day, that's uh, that's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a huge series the last time they play all year, and there's probably going to be a lot on the line, and, you know, you wonder if this stuff carries over at all. But, uh, yeah, you could, I guess you could kind of say these, te- these two teams don't like each other very much. Yeah, I got a little extra juice there. Now, can you take me through exactly? So uh, Marcus Simeon went and he said that Martin Maldonado said that they were going to lose just like when he was in Oakland. Was that on the Nathaniel Lowe two-run shot that made it 3-2? to two? Yeah, when he came across, it was 3-2, to two, and Simeon said something like, we're, we're going to come back and win, and – Malden, I was like, no, you're going to lose just like it was in Oakland. And then at some point, I guess after the Grand Slam, it was like, I told you we're going to win. Um, you know, and he had stepped on home plate as well. So, um, yeah, just chirping back and forth. And, you know, uh, Simeon thought that that the hit by pitch was on purpose because he says, I don't know, his reasoning didn't make sense. The way he, the way he explained it then, the Alvarez hit by pitch was on purpose as well. Um but, you know, that one was first. So, I mean, coming after the, you know, home run, it just looked bad. But, um, yeah, this stuff has a tendency to carry over. I mean, we saw the Astros and A's sort of had bad blood there for a few years. You know, the A's got rid of everybody. So, you know, Simeon was on that A's team too. So, um, so yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's, it's uh, competitors. Maldonado said it's just two, t- two guys competing. And, yeah, sort of a boys will be boys kind of thing. But, yeah, a little, a little juice in this rivalry is, is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. But what wasn't a good thing last night? Framber Valdez, uh, three and two thirds, six earned runs. Uh, really, last four starts, he's been somewhat shaky. The Angels start, he was good for six innings, and the seventh completely fell apart, though. Where, where are you at on him right now? A lot of discussion about, you know, he has a history, of course, with the sports psychology and losing his head and stuff like that. Uh, what'd you see from him last night, and where are you for him going forward? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, with every start that he pitches like this, it gets a little worrisome. I mean, he was, he was, you know, getting, getting the ball up in the zone. The command wasn't there. The thing that stuck out to me was that you could see he was getting frustrated on the mound. And that's, 
that's sort of what he can't do. And that's why he has the sports psychologist um, to help him. And, uh, you know, maybe the pitch clock is affecting him because, you know, he would take a lot of time behind the mound and get us, you know, take a deep breath and count to 10 or whatever. You know, he had, he had these cues that he had to do to sort of get himself back on track uh, mentally. And, uh, you know, maybe he doesn't have as much time to do those, but he did admit after the game that, you know, he, sort of lost it a little bit on the mound there in the fourth inning. So that's a little bit worrisome because you always wondered in the back of your mind if this was going to happen with Fromber because uh, before he sort of uh, got himself, you know, in, in check there with the sports psychologist, I mean, he, he was not a good pitcher. And, you know, you're just wondering, you know, is this something that can be sustained long-term? Because when he's on and he's right and he's locked in, he's one of the best in the league. But he has a, in his three starts since the All-Star break, he has a 9 ERA and, Astros cannot afford for Valdez and Javier not to be at the top of their game because the rest of the rotation, um, you know, is not, you know, it's not a rotation that can win you some playoff series. I don't think, I mean, it's, it's not, uh, you know, it's not Verlander and a, a solid Framber Valdez. So they got to get this ironed out. I still think they'll, you know, the underscores their need for a starting pitcher right now. They're starting pitch in the last six weeks. Um, has slipped a little bit. So I, I certainly think they're going to do everything they can to get another pitcher in here. Yeah, that was going to be the, the next question, Brian, is, I mean, the, the way that everything has been looking, you have to think that, that Dana Brown is a heightened alert. And, and these things are always fluid, and, and sometimes you don't want to overreact to a couple of bad weeks. But it, it feels like... I mean, in one way, you say, okay, they're still fifth in ERA in baseball. But in the other hand, it just feels like this is about as dire as the starting pitching situation has felt all season. Oh, no doubt. I mean, they were first in ERA for most of the season until about, I don't know, mid-June when it started, you know, things started going downhill. Javier had his problems and now Fromber. You know, Hunter Brown's been a little hit or miss. But, yeah, I mean, I I think any starting pitcher on the market, they're probably interested in Stroman, Snell, uh, Lance Lynn, they've checked in on. I mean, if, if anyone's got a starting pitcher, they're dangling. The Astros are interested. The problem is right now, the prices are really, really high. And this is this is like a day-to-day thing. Is, is the, the teams like the White Sox who are selling these guys off, I mean, why not ask for the moon? You're, you're in no rush right now. And it, it really gets down to it on Monday and Tuesday. Then um, that's when those teams are like, well, we've got to get rid of these guys so the prices will drop. But, you know, the longer you wait, someone else might be, coming, might be willing to come in and, and throw that extra prospect in there and, and, you know, take that guy out from under your nose. So it's a delicate balance you have to walk if you're a general manager, and it's the first time Dana Brown has, has gone through this. So it's going to be a big challenge for him. But um, they have to get another starting pitcher. I think there's no doubt about that. I know relief pitcher, starting pitchers 1A, relief pitchers 1B, I know he, he keeps saying he wants a left-handed bat. I, I just don't know where that bat is going to play now that you have uh, Alvarez and Altuve back. Uh, I'm not really counting on Brantley coming back at this point, and even if he does, he's not going to be an everyday player, I don't think. I mean, he's just sort of a guy who plays once every three days. But even even still, I'm not sure where you fit a left-handed bat. I'm not sure they need another left-handed bat, but they, they got to get some pitching, and uh, I know they're trying. Astros beat reporter for MLB.com, Brian McTaggart, with us here on Sports Talk 790. And, yeah, Brian, when you look at that deal that the Angels made for Giolito and Lopez, it cost them Edgar Cuero, who is the number 65 on MLB.com prospect, and then their number three overall prospect. So, I mean, what was a little bit of a sticker shock when you read that? That's going to be the prices. And then how do you think that affects the Astros going forward and and what they're going to possibly have to give up? Yeah, well, that's a higher-ranked prospect 
than Drew Gilbert. So, I mean, and that's the Astros' number one guy. So I don't think they're going to trade Drew Gilbert. But it seems to me if they're going to get a deal done like this, it, it's probably going to sting. And it's, it's going to be, um, you know, maybe somebody that, you know, in the top five in their, their prospect list. I don't know if maybe, you know, Melton or, or some of those, uh, you know, they got like four or five outfielders up there. You know, I don't know, maybe it's one of those guys. But it's, it's not going to be uh, – um, a case to where, oh, they got this deal done without giving up, you know, one of their top prospects. Like we've seen some deals in, in years past. It, it just seems like, you know, with so few teams selling that um, it's going to hurt. You're going to have to give up one of those guys at the top of your prospect list if you're going to go for it. And, you know, let's be honest, if the Astros get healthy and they add another starter, they're in position to win another World Series. And it behooves you to try to make those deals um, and win it now because that's kind of the position they're in. So it, it could sting a little bit. And I've been texting some people today and I just keep hearing the price is really high. That's what I keep hearing. So we'll have to kind of monitor that over the weekend and into early next week. All right. And then you had uh, Jose Altuve and Jordan Alvarez back in the lineup last night. Uh, just your thoughts on on how they looked and, of course, benefiting from the day off today. Uh, are they everyday guys going forward? Are they going to be treated with kid gloves like we've seen and, and played for the long haul? What do you think the plan is? Well, I think they're pretty much everyday guys. I mean, we saw Jordan not with much spring training come right in and you know, start mashing from the get-go. I mean, he he hit a ball to the opposite field hard and had a double. I mean, I think that was a good sign. Altuve looked fine. I mean, they pulled him out um, after he was 0 for 3 because Dusty, the way Dusty explained it, and it makes sense. It was sort of like a spring training game for him because unlike Alvarez, he did not have a minor league rehab assignment. So this was his first time in a game since July 3rd. So. So sort of like spring training, get him three at bats, get him out. The game was out of hand. They're off today. So I think Altuve might get a day or two off here and there. And, you know, let's be honest, they could plug in Dubon and feel good about it. But I think Alvarez is pretty much going to be a guy that's in the lineup every day. They need him in the lineup every day, too. So, um, But I think after maybe a week or so, we'll see Altuve um, and Alvarez both in there every day. I mean, they they got to be fresh because Altuve's played like 33 games and Alvarez has missed almost two months, so. Um, there's a lot of hits and in, in still in those bats that they would try to squeeze out here in the last couple of months. All right. That is the voice of Brian McTaggart covering the Astros for MLB.com. You can find him on Twitter at Brian McTaggart. Brian, thanks for the time. As always, we'll continue talking to you down the road. All right, Ross. See you later. All right. Appreciate it. There you go. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.